When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, now, I got to ask you, fellas. Do you think there's gold or something in those tunnels they found in Oak Island last night? I'm telling you, Max, now we're here, you know, we're down here. At the Hyde Park, and I got Wes, and I got Jacob. The ninjas are here. Max, you're down in Phoenix. But we all watched the Curse of Oak Island last night. Now, so I got to ask you, do you think there's treasure in them tunnels? They find them tunnels, what, 80, 90, 100 feet down. I get Zooks, man. There's got to be something down there. What do you think? You know, <laughs> um, there's got to be something down there. I mean, we know what the legend and the lore is. We know the inhabitation of it. It is an island that was frequented by all the artifacts. So, I mean, there has to be something hidden there. And you don't There's just sink be. a ship. You don't just sink a ship right. to create a, a, a swamp unless you're trying to hide something. Correct. The Mundo. You are absolutely correct. So, and, I, I'm there I'm there with you. What? Okay. All right. So, yeah, Wes, what do you think? We'll get you checking in on this. Gentlemen, i got to be completely honest with you. Oh, I've, I'll I've, say I've, you did. I've laughed along this week as you guys have talked about this stuff, but a little transparency. From the time football starts in September until the Stanley Cup and the NBA championship are done in June, I watch nothing but sports. I'm a dork. I have a two-month window of July and August where I watch TV shows. That's it. So I'll get back to you around America's birthday. July 4th, I'll catch up. How disappointing one of our ninjas. That is disrespectful, He just totally too. disregards. I mean, listen, yeah. last, last night, WVU basketball what was played. Up? The Penguins played. How do you expect me to focus on anything else, baby? There was action on. Ke- I mean, Tole- Toledo and Bowling the Green. Highlight. Last, last second win for Bowling Green. How do you expect me to focus for, on anything for, else? First of, all, first of all, you just said Toledo and Bowling Green. As though action, that was major. Max. Come <laughs> no, on, baby. The, it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Have a life. Like, I, I look at the highlights. <laughs> I cover college football for a living. I'm like, and even then, I'm like, I'm not watching all of this game, right? There's a reason why it's on Tuesday and not Saturday. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's, that's just so saying. That, so that I can have something to watch on Tuesday night and drive my There's, wife crazy. Yes, so that Wes, while, while walking around the living room with the baby, can sit there and jump up and down and jar the baby while he's watching Maction football. That 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 that's what it was created for. Is that what you're telling me? 
Exactly. See, well, in my mind. Bowling Green, last second touchdown, big win. Right, but here, here's the point. I mean, how much more copacetic would your baby be? You're walking around, you're burpifying the baby, right? You're changing one of them uh, nasty diapers now and then. You know, you're doing the do of a dad, okay? Sure. So you're doing that. But the curse of Oak Island, very mild, very very low-key, you know? So, I mean, the baby sleeps yeah. much better. It's or she gets not scared, as excitable. I mean, Yes. Why would she get scared? I'm just it's saying. It's the curse it, of Oak Island. I mean. It's oh, literally no, drilling holes in the ground and metal detecting. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's literally that's all the doing. entirety of the show. There is, there's no cave that's like cursed with haunted people. People Wait, aren't dying. Hold you on. know what I'm saying? Like, hold right. on. Yeah. I, a quick Google search tells me that this show is in its 10th season. Yes. Yes. Correct. I mean, how many cursed caves are there out there on Oak Island? They got 10 there, seasons. All I, can, there, all I can tell you. There isn't. Yes. <laughs> tell them, Max. Tell them. Yeah, there is not a cave. They are literally trying to find the biggest treasure the world has not found yet. Yes. That is Ooh. all you need to know. Now, that's and a is buried an in a pitch right there. Exactly. And, and you have the Knights Templar. You have... Portuguese, you have the Spanish, you have all of these Ooh. different historical figures involved with this one location. And it's what were they looking for? Why were they here? I mean, there's a little bit of Norwegian in there. I mean, it's it, it's yep. everything. The stuff of history and fantasy is made of. It's incredible. And they find stuff on there that, that it, it dates like some of these wood. The wood stuff here, yeah. it dates back to like the 1500s. They've got, they've got a Templar lead cross that dates back to like 1200, 1100. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's like, that's just wild. And so you, you got to know something's been going on up there in Canada. Now, in Canada, there's not a lot happening. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, Nova Scotia. Yeah, right. You got Nova Scotia and that. You got people hanging out. And, you know, you, um, Canada's just a little bit different. And now you've got this incredible supposed treasure that's been deposited. And I gotta, I gotta say this: Who goes to all the trouble to sail up to Oak Island, which is a little island in the bay, right by Nova Scotia? And who goes there in 1500, 1600 to to, to dig down and, and create tunnels a hundred feet down, unless there's something worthwhile down there? What do you say, Max? Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm already believing it. I mean, and yeah, especially see. when you find a little bit of the gold dust in, in, mixed in the water. I right. mean, something is submerged in there of a precious metal state, and it's in a large volume together. I'm just saying that when you have that, there has to be something. Why would you build all these levees to purposely keep this item mm. s- concealed from human sight? You have to – I just want to see what it is. What is this tri- – what – Type of treasure? Where did it come from? Who did they steal it from? You know what I'm saying? Right. That's the biggest thing. It's also a little bit of pirateering in there. So right. you know, you got a good mix of mystery, action, and a lot of digging. Yes. I do want a to say whole lot it's of a digging. lot. It's a lot of digging, Wes. So <laughs> well, there's I mean, it's 165 episodes so far. I imagine right, that's right. a lot of digging. Exactly. That's more episodes than Seinfeld for that, crying out loud. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a, but it's it's live action. That that's the that's the thing. We're we're not getting a scripted, you know, comedy sketch. It is this is real life. These guys are pouring money into this, and you can't just dig up the whole island like just go burrowing. You know, sure, a fifty sure. by fifty foot sense. wide. You you, you, you want to keep the integrity a, a of the island and the history. There's, there's spinoff shows yeah. for this too. There's, oh, the, there's Beyond Oak Island. Yeah, yeah. There's Don't bother. The Curse yeah. of Oak Island. Yep. 
I tell you but what. But here's, yeah. here's this the is thing you got to remember. This is a franchise. 1795. You got some boys that were sitting out there. They're, like, fishing and stuff. At night, you can see you got lights over there because some ship sailed in there. They, and they're digging at night. So they wait until all the ship's gone and everything. Then they go and dig where they see the digging is. And every – what is it? Every thirty feet down, there's like all the there's another level where they got logs and everything, and they keep you know they keep digging down, but they can't get to the bottom, and they believe it's the money pit, and people have been searching for it for over almost two hundred thirty years now. Wow! Think about that. Now, does that money pit did it account for inflation? I mean, no. You know what? Well, uh, well, you might get down it, there and it, it might it, just be like twenty bucks. Yeah, that's true. That, that would but be here's the thing, though: inflation would raise the value of said money. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. That's a good point. Well, here's you know the, here's, I'm, like, I'm like, gold Gold only gold, has, has yeah, only absolutely. been appreciating. Silver, right. only appreciating. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Uh, you know, so, I mean, that value, it, they might have thought, man, I'm, I'm bearing $50,000. And then you're like, wait a second, that's $5 million today. You know, so you pour enough in there. I'm just saying, you sit on it, you wait. The first bank of mud, you know, it just, it, it, it keeps appreciating. Well, here's the thing, you know, one of the rumored rumored uh, treasures that suppo- supposedly could have been like a, you know deposited there was the original works of William Shakespeare. Hmm. What do you think about that, huh? I mean, but that would be a bummer if it's down in water. I, mean, I was about to say uh, <laughs> that, it would be, be counterintuitive if if they if they decided that we were going to flood the original works of William Shakespeare. Yeah, counterintuitive. They don't Not necessarily only that it'd be really bad. That that is correct, Wolf. You you know you are right when you're right. Um, I have my moments. But but here's the thing though, is why would you want to flood it if somebody's trying to get to it? If you're trying to preserve it, that you know, because there's no waterproof lock boxes that were made back in the back in the uh, 18th century. No, but the, the flooding of the tunnels was their way to protect the treasure. You know, because but that's, if you that's, but if one of the treasured items was paper. Well, that was a bad move. Okay, you might have wanted yeah, to exactly. that one. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would have been like, could you imagine the guy were like, man, we got all this gold, we got all this jewels. Hey, <laughs> I got these books. Can we put that down there too, guys? Who's, who's this like, guy? Billy Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Edwin, go ahead. Put the books in there. Uh, this guy is an <laughs> idiot, by the way. <laughs> no, no, no. Bring more paper. Bring more paper. We're only going to put these water dams in to, to protect the other stuff. Your we paper will it. be fine, I swear. I swear. Don't worry about it. We've got to give them something to do, guys. we got to give them something to do. <laughs> keep, keep them away from the, 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 the digging, all right? Just keep them away. When we the pillage, digging. he's reading. I don't know. I mean, that's his, that's his pillaging, his reading, I guess. He's, he's pillaging the pages. I don't know. Uh, let him put the book down there, guys. What if, uh, this won't be worth anything. Like, <laughs> it's like, fellas, remember, it's pillage, then burn. Okay? Yeah. That's how we do it. Ah, all yes. The, uh, like all the, all the world's mysteries and all the things we've always wondered are located down in these caves. Like what if there's additional Zapruder film down there, right? And we can get, <laughs> yeah. we can get, footage, we can get footage of the grassy knoll. What if, there's, what if there's 4K defining video that shows whether Franco Harris trapped the ball or not, oh, but it's hundreds oh, of feet under could the – Could you imagine that? Oh, boy, yes. oh boy. Then, then leave it down there if it shows anything different than what or, we know. Or alien footage of the Super Bowl from the sky. I don't know. You know, oh, you never yeah, know. Right. There you go. That's right? right? That's yeah. – that you know what? That's not or, bad. 
Or, or we or find, maybe they or we have find the out original. where Terry Bradshaw really is from, and it's not Louisiana, right? I mean, you know, there's a lot of questions <laughs> or, that could or be Or how about this? What about <laughs> the fact that maybe the original plans for 7-Eleven, which is open 24-7, why do they have locks on the front door? I mean, that's that's an answer that we need. You know, why would you that, need to lock something that's always open? i tell you what. I don't know, man. All of the world's greatest that's conspiracy. True. We can find out if we really landed on the moon or not. Oh, man, Yes. Maybe that's yeah. all down there. If the earth is flat, wait, what happened? Well, and if they buried it whoa, 230 whoa, whoa, years whoa, whoa, ago. Whoa, Kyrie then. Irving, <laughs> slow down. Slow down there. Slow down there. <laughs> yeah, exactly so. But you got to yeah. admit, it's intriguing when they come upon a tunnel that is not on any of the previous guys. And think about it. You've got 227 years of history of people, of uh, uh, searchers, Digging tunnels, doing this and that, and you find something that nobody has found yet. And could it lead to the original money pit, which caved in, which was part of the, what they thought was the chapel vault, which was old man chapel, discovered a, a void down there, and then it uh, kind of collapsed. Things got a little little gnarly. Got a little dicey. Got a little yeah, dicey. well, I would hate to be down there with it. You know what I mean? That's, you know. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that would, that would be really. No, that would not be a fun way to go. You, because you, you, would, you would become history. In about two yes. years. Yeah, you'd be part of history, all right. You'd still be hanging around down there, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, there's no lasagna in the money pit. I hate to tell you that. Yeah, just in case yes. I was wondering. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you can't have watery lasagna. It doesn't work. All right. No. Now, we, I guess we better get back to the point at hand, and that, of course, would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. That would be the upcoming game against the Cincinnati Bengals or the Cincinnati Bungles, however you want to mire it up with a little bit of uh, Starks in there as well. Uh, certainly, I look at this club, they're five and four. Fellas, right now we're sitting here at Wednesday. I'm thinking to myself, I'm starting to feel better about this season and starting to feel better about this game based on what we saw last weekend. Go ahead and jump in, whoever wants to. Go ahead, Max. No, oh, okay. Well, I mean – I, I'm definitely inspired. I'm happy. I'm uh, excited because you've been eating lasagna, time, haven't you? Huh? Come on, I, now tell me, well, give it. Well, no, it was Taco Tuesday last night. Okay, so oh, Taco Tuesday. I had I had like a Mexican style lasagna, except for you know you layer the tortillas with the with the ground beef and it's kind of like a lasagna, beans. only it's crunchy. That's all. Well, I use flour tortillas, so. Okay. We're we're good. We're okay, good. I, you, okay, I'm not no a, I'm not a hard shell guy. Are you a hard shell guy? No, it's too messy. I like that soft shell. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm all about the flour tortilla. Give me flour t- or corn tortillas. Okay, um, that I are think soft. we're all in agreement. I, can, I that. concur. Yeah. Okay. All right, okay. Continue there it is. On. All right. Now continue on. Yes. Um, you know, when you look at it, I, I mean, and then of course, you know, wondering where we're at with Minka and everything. Um, I would love to see this team at full strength against the team that we were last at full strength with, except yes. for we will we will be switching the offensive approaches, obviously. Mr. Trubisky will not be in. It will be Kenny Pickett. Um, and seeing Najee running different, Jalen running different, this offensive line has gotten better. I can't wait for the challenge um, to see if, you know what, what could have been. Because I think that's our barometer, right, is we had this amazing game defensively week one. Now we're going to see the same exact team that we can weigh ourselves against. They've learned. We've learned. And if we can come out on top, I think, you know, you start feeling a little bit better about everything this year because you'll see that, okay, 
if things went on the progression path, had things not gone sideways, obviously losing um, TJ and then, of course, not having DeMonte and then, of course, Kenny now being the starter, I think we could start to extrapolate some information about how good the Steelers team really is. I think this is the first measuring stick that we'll have to really judge how they will be. And then I think the next one will be the Browns. Um, that'll be the next step in that process. But uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. And we're getting it here at Akershaw. We're getting it a little bit earlier, right? A little bit later than our normal, but a little earlier than the previously um, expected. And I think guys will be ready because it's tough sitting around all day for a night game. And I think giving them about an extra three-hour window to get ready for the day and, of course, to get our Yinzers uh, lathered up and ready for the action. Because, uh, you know, you got to stay warm. you got to stay warm. Right. And I found that there are certain spirits when you get above 80 proof that give you that warmth <laughs> that you need to go celebrate in a stadium. I'm just saying. Well, you got to stay warm and you got to stay hydrated, and that could help you uh, cover both bases there. Yeah, no, I- I'm with Max. Yeah. And I think Only even- when you mix it. Only when you mix it. And I, I think yeah. <laughs> even to even to build upon that, right? And I know yeah. in some circles this is blasphemy, guys. But okay. To, okay. to me, the biggest thing this season hasn't been wins and losses. Yes, on Sundays, that's what matters most. But to me, it's the bigger picture of this is a new era. You just said goodbye to your 18-year future Hall of Fame quarterback. You just said goodbye to your two-decade-long future Hall of Fame general manager and Kevin Colbert as well, too. It was a real turning of a page, starting a new chapter in, in Steelers football history this year. Who's going with you on that journey? Who's still going to be here next year, in two years, in three years, when we hope this team is back to contending for Super Bowls? Who's going to be part of this next era? Who are you taking with you? And who's just on this ride temporarily? Who are the ones that you want to you know, put a ring on it and, and have here for a long time? There's so many guys on this offense particularly, but on the defense as well too, that are still on their rookie contracts. Who, who deserves that second contract? Who do you want to be a part of that story as you start to write this next chapter of Steelers football? And over these last eight games, as the defense gets healthier, as the offense run game improving, and hopefully you're carving out some identity there, that to me is is really something I'm going to be keeping an eye on. Again, when, when the ball's kicked off, I want to see the guys execute. I, I want to see victories down the stretch here, and I want to see the Steelers claw their way back to a, a 500 record. But in the bigger picture, eight more games here. Who is going to step up and say, you know what, I, I know there's a lot of unknown in terms of this roster going forward and a lot of young guys who might not be here in two or three years, but I want to make sure that I'm going to be a part of this organization for the long term and into this next era of Steelers football. And part of that is all wrapped up in just getting the next win. You know, the one thing about it is, and I this is why I never could be, well, there's a number of reasons why I could never be a GM or any, anything like that. All right, I'm a, I'm a walking dumpster fire. I live day to day. You know what I mean? My wife, thank goodness, she 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 handles the all. The good lady faith. Yeah, the good lady faith. She's got that big old calendar that's got everything on it. She, she looks out beyond the next 24, 36, 48 hours, you know, the next – Week, month, year, that sort of thing. She's handling it. She remembers stuff that I haven't even done yet, for crying out loud. So the point is, as I, as I move forward here, all, the, all I can think about is you got to get this next win. And what you saw this past weekend, it can be that reference point now because, look, you can hold teams under 108 yards average of rushing. And that's where the Steelers have jumped all the way up to six. They're doing great in that aspect of it. And part of that is – when you go out and you, you control the ball for 40 minutes in a game, 
you are really limiting what your opponent can do already. So just on those two facts alone, it's something to move forward on. And I look forward to this next game being with the Cincy uh, Bungles and uh, see what they do when they come into Acrisure. Yeah, I mean, I think, Wolf, when you look at it, um, there is there's a lot of moments where as we tr- you try and push forward, right, that you can't help but look backwards, right? Um, right. When you're thinking about what could be. And, and I loved everything that you said, Wes, um, as far as the moments in history that, you know, that are now being rewritten, right, because we've closed one chapter and now we're starting to write a new chapter here. Hell, we're even we're, we've even got a we've even got a new stadium name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. That's right. That, that was the one thing you kind of forgot. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You're right. But that yeah. absolutely yeah. matters. So, yeah. So you know, there, there's a lot that that you want to focus on for, you know, what does the future hold? Because obviously this year uh, is going to be tough sledding um, as far as what can be accomplished. Um, a lot of the damage has already been done, but you know, when you think about the steals, you think about the just the core mentality, the core standards that are in place. Um, that's what you want to see. You want to see what does this fight look like. If 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 we can't if we can't be the bride, we might as well be the one person that, that's sitting in the audience says, "I don't agree with this. I don't think they should be married." I'm that guy. You know, you're what I'm saying, saying you're you, saying it like you've done it, buddy. First of all, I have never done that, Wolf, on okay. purpose. I might have thought it a couple times, all right, but all I right. never, I never vocalized it. We need um, clarification on it. That's all. I'm yeah, saying. yeah. I'm just giving a hypothetical scenario, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, now, now, here's the thing. Have I have I said an audience like, oof, this ain't going in well. Or oof, this ain't gonna last too long. I probably had a lot of those. I don't know. I, I might have. I don't know. I might have. I, there's a couple of them I wasn't sober for. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I might have said something, and it might be why I'm not allowed to talk to their family again. So, but I digress. <laughs> that was my moment. All right, therapy session over. Put the pillow away. Put the couch away. <laughs> but, but I think for the Steelers, I think the biggest thing is that we just want to. We just want to know, right? We want to know, like you said. Who is the future? Who are we hanging our hat on? Who, is, who are the guys that are going to lead this franchise into the next chapter? And I think that's the biggest thing is like when I, when, and when I talked about looking at week one and then having the litmus test this weekend against the Bengals, we saw what the penultimate thing could be. You could have turnovers like crazy. You could score on defense. But, we, but the question mark is, is offense. Have we yeah. grown enough? Have we learned enough? Or is change still inevitable? I think that's really what you want to see. And this will be the first test for us that you can go look at one game and look at the second game and really judge what we saw. Was it the executor or was it the game plan? Hmm. That's, I think, one of the things that I'm looking for really for this weekend is to see how that changes. It's going to be interesting. 
I think we got Open a limited time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org/cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Some good stuff. Good mojo rolling forward. All right, let's go to break, Wes. Well, we are here at Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse on the beautiful north shore of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for the Steelers Radio Network lunch. Wolf, Max, Wes, all the ninjas here in the locker room, and we'll be back on SNR and ESPN Pittsburgh. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. We are back at Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse here for In the Locker Room. Wesley Euler, Craig Wolfley, Max Starks, all the ninjas today. Full, uh, full hands on deck for... Our, uh, our annual uh, SNR Network lunch down here at Hyde Park. And uh, and we're excited to get to noon for the lunchtime, but plenty to get to <laughs> before we get there. Except for Max. And I, Yeah, poor Max, I tell you what. I mean, of, of all the days, Max, to, to miss out on the Hyde Park lunch, I mean, we, we got to get this corrected next year. you got to be here for this. This is like two years in a row. I'm just saying. There was a mo- <laughs> I mean, we could totally do this on a Monday after a later game where you know I have to be in. You know, I'm just right. saying, I mean, I, I get it. It gets planned way in advance. But we also knew that the night game was uh, way in advance, too. Uh, just saying. <laughs> I, one day, one, you know, one day, one day. Maybe maybe one day, you know, hopefully before I have to actually blend my steak in a blender to eat it, um, <laughs> I will get to Hyde Park for for that uh, for that lovely lunch that's provided by our You want to run down the menu here? Now, now here, Max, I, no, I want here, – here's the thing about it. You wouldn't be blending much because we're sitting here with a petite cut fillet, three ounce. That for you and me, that's a that's that's an horsey oh. dorsey. Now hold on, there's also some lemon caper chicken now. Well, I know, I understand. Once again, <laughs> now now save the chicken. It's a steakhouse for God's sakes. <laughs> it's not a chicken house. It's a steakhouse. A chicken you house. Go, That'd you, be a chicken you, coop, right? <laughs> well, whatever it was, I would just say a steakhouse. You know, Hyde Park. It wouldn't be Hyde Park Chicken Coop, okay? Correct. Correct. <laughs> But I will yeah. say this. There is cheesecake at the bottom of the menu. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you know what, Max, just to uh, to really, I guess, uh, drill, drill, Tick, the, you drill, the ni- drill the knife in even, even more, <laughs> twist the knife there. That's what I was looking for. They brought Wolf and I, right before we went on air, like our own personal like French press coffee. That's like in a like a stainless steel thing, stays nice and warm. You pour it into your mug. Wolf and I, I mean, we're oh, we're living large. I'm over flying here. right now. I told him, give me enough, make it so I got enough caffeine to kill me, then just back it down a hair. You know. Just okay, so. so what you're saying is you guys are drinking coffee right now with your pinkies up. Correct. Is that what you're telling me? No, okay. I'm slugging down coffee like jet fuel, baby. <laughs> I, you know I, me. I'm not too much of a pinky up guy. Max, I am drinking it like I'm sitting at Buckingham Palace right now. Yeah, he's yeah. Got, exactly. he's got I, the I can pinky picture, up. I can say Wolf, Wolf is definitely probably he's got like his hands over the top of it. You know how you have it, and he's like yeah, pouring he it into it his mouth. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 
It's like because nobody taught him that, you know, that ring on the side is actually for holding. You know, right, uh, but, right. <laughs> well, you know what, gentlemen, enjoy yes. greatly because I'm sitting here in my office. I'm at my standing desk and I'm looking at my, my messy desk right now and I realize I have to clean it later. So the fact <laughs> that you guys are at a place where they clean things for you, I'm jealous. Um, but I will say this. I am going to have a very cool lunch today oh, to make you guys good. jealous now. We're with one of my good friends. Uh, it's a place called Ocean's Trail out here. Ooh, nice. And they, nice. They, they do some of the best Cajun-style oh. uh, food that I have oh, had as far as when you're talking about like pan roast, etouffees, and gumbos, and you can custom create them. And you, So I'm going to go have that for lunch just to make Sounds myself good. feel a little bit better. And I'm, I'm going to cry into my clam chowder there. <laughs> now, let, let, me, let me throw some things out here, okay? Minka okay. Fitzpatrick, because you are a uh, you are like an Avenger nerd, right? You self describe yes, Marvel. Do you think he is maybe the Wolverine and we don't know it? You know, I mean, he gets appendectomy out versus the Saints. Next thing you know, you know that's the day before he's he's there the day of. He's telling Mike Tomlin, "I can play." Mike Tomlin says, "No way, you ain't playing." Right? Sit down in that. All right. But mm-hmm. now they're saying uh, on on a, on a, a situation where. You've got the, Joe Burrow was out during training camp. He got uh, appendectomy yep, out weeks. through the whole, you know, training camp, and he was out. But they say that Minka it, it didn't burst. If he didn't burstify, that being the appendix, hmm. you know, maybe that has something to do with coming back a little bit sooner. But he's talking about the fact that he wants to and and, and could be up to play against Cincy. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go two things. Okay. Uh. There's already a Wolverine that's been self-described. That was Brian Westbrook for the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Remember? Yeah, Weapon, so he's already Weapon been the Wolverine. X. There we go. Thank you, Wesley. Weapon X is what I'm going with is my Who's choice Weapon for X? Fitzpatrick. Who's that? Ooh. Who's well, Weapon Wesley, X? Would you, like to fill, would you like to fill him in on Weapon X? Uh, I, you know what? As the, or do I need know what, to do as this? The resi- as the resident Marvel nerd, because I'm sure you will paint a better picture than I will. Okay. Okay. Let's so, hear it. All right, so Weapon X was another project that was done alongside with the Wolverine project. Weapon X was another individual that was used with some of Wolverine's blood, DNA, spun it, boom, 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 right, injected, okay. see if it works. He was also granted that ability, uh, because he has regenerative ability, he was also implanted with adamantium, um, oh, which really? is what the claws are made of for Wolverine. And therefore, he was an antithesis-type character that was also in the project um, that Wolverine was in. Except for Wolverine, of course, being more primal, having a more animalistic nature. Obviously, he's Canadian, so it's a little different there. Him and his brother Sabretooth. Um, he's Canadian. But, but this was also... Take a, off, a, a, eh? Yeah. A, a, a hoser. boot? I'm a boot, too. Okay, guys? Um, um, but, but, yeah, so Weapon X was another one. And he, and he was used... He was more of the... Um, he was more of the deep cover, you know, deep cover type of agents used in the American military. So ah. that would be the character that I would pick for uh, Minka because we do have a Wolverine. But you do want to do want to capitalize on those regenerative abilities. So I get it. Yes, the regenerative, regenerative. Okay, Say I got five say. times fast. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to even go there again. But the ability to come back from injury. Is, yeah. is, is you. And, you know, and he heals quick, guys. He does. He heals, he does. Quick. He heals quick. And you notice in the most 
capable performers, you, the whole most motivated guys, you see the incredible recuperative abilities of these guys. You know, Mike Webster, I, I still go back to Mike Webster, one year, my rookie year, I was going to get a start against the Houston Oilers on Thursday night. He he crunched up some cartilage on Sunday. He was on crutches on Monday, on Tuesday. On Wednesday, he was walking not so good. Thursday, we and, and I'm, I'm taking all the reps. I'm, I'm all ready to go. Uh, Ray Penny was at center and everything, and, and so we're all set to go here. And we go out for warm-ups, and Mike is struggling a little bit in warm-ups. You can tell he's still got a limp going. He goes in and gets another shot in the knee, right? And my line coach, uh, Raleigh Dodge, says, stand right here by me. He's going to take the first play or two, maybe series, and then you're going in. So I stood there. He took the first play. I stood there. He took the first series. I stood there. He took the first quarter. I stood there. He took the first half. Then I stood there. He took the first three quarters. And then finally in the fourth quarter, he relented and decided because we we had the game well tucked away. Uh, it was then that they put me in the game. And I finally got in. But that was, you talk about a guy with magnificent recuperative abilities. It was Mike Webster. I mean, I don't know what else to say about that. That was, yeah. that was such a great yeah. story. I was I was caught listening a little bit too hard. I was like, it's like, tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> but exactly, but no, you're right. I mean, but that, that's also that goes to the spirit of of us as football players, right? Right. I mean, once you're in the game, once you, I mean, there's something about that adrenaline shot, right, of the crowd, oh, yeah. of the yes. competition, and you just you start feeling, and you're just like, you know what? No, nah, I don't want this feeling to end. Go ahead, tap me in the IV, right? <laughs> you know, hey, I got a little, I got a little charge, I got a little juice, I got a little bit of that jet fuel that you're drinking over there, Wolf. I yes. need it. I have. That's my lifeblood. That's exactly what you feel. And I can tell you, li- listen, I, similar story for myself, right? We're down in Carolina. I'm in warmups. I I tear I tear my meniscus in warmups, Ooh. like just doing stuff. I snap, I turn, and boom, we're inside the 90 minute window. So I'm already on the list. They've already set the, uh, you know, the uh, they've already had the healthy scratches already eliminated. So we're down to 45. So if I say I can't go, we only have, we only have six offensive linemen at that point because we we dress seven. So I would technically right. be the seventh with a bum knee. And they're like, well, Max, you still got to dress. You still got to get ready. You got to be on reserve. I was like, well, if I got to be on reserve, <laughs> I mean, listen, the, if the uniform comes on, I'm ready to perform, right? You <laughs> right, know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like. Like one of the flying Walindas. Like you, you don't see. The, hey, you know what, guys? I can't. I can't fly the high bar today. Sorry, it's a trick elbow. You know what I'm saying? I got a little UCL, <laughs> a little Josh Allen, right? No, I, if I'm dressing, I'm playing. And I did exactly that. And I was going up against Julius Peppers. Right. And I knew. I knew what was wrong with me. He didn't. So I was like, well, don't cry in front of the enemy. Don't bleed in front of the enemy. No, just, never. Just, and I just, I went Wolverine on him. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I was go. like, listen. I was like, listen, I'm going to be all over him, you know, like flies on stink, right? I mean, I got, I got to be all over him. And I had, a, I had one of my best games of the year because I was literally playing scared. Like, if I get into a passing situation, we're done because <laughs> I know that I can't go inside. This is back when I played right tackle. I know that I can't step on my inside. It's my left knee. So I'm like, yeah, I, I've, got, I've got to take the fight to him. I was like, let's make sure that when we run the ball, we run it enough that they'll say, you know what, let's do it again. Do it again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I just I just kept with that type of mantra. But like you said, I mean, everybody was ready. Everybody was prepared on the silent. Trey Essex was ready to go in if if uh, if anything worse happened. And I was like, Nah, Trey, just go ahead, just get ready for field goal team. 
because uh, yes. I, I got this. I got this right now. And you just you feel that, and then I went on IR the next week. So well, that, that's the problem. When the, all yeah. that adrenaline wears off, then all of a sudden you feel like, ooh, that really exactly. does that, hurt. Yeah, my leg got locked into an L-shaped position. You can't yeah. play football that way. Can't do that. Just found that out. Now, Word to the wise. I, before, <laughs> before we go, though, I just have to throw in this last little tidbit because I always like this. You know the wolverine, the critter, the actual critter, all right? That's it's right. It's the only known animal that likes to fight just for the sake of fighting. Yeah. Yes. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's a factoid. It, yeah, ex- the, except for if you're, if you're a Michigan wolverine. Sometimes you oh, hate oh, it. Unless, oh, unless yeah. Max, you get those Wolverines Beow. in a tunnel, right? Hey. <laughs> hey. hey. Right. And it's only against Spartans, too. Funny how you think <laughs> that's a little guy. <laughs> no, I, I do love it, though. The headlines here, I'm looking at the CBS Sports page. Uh, Monday, Mega Fitzpatrick expected to miss multiple games after undergoing appendectomy. And then today... Steelers optimistic that Minka Fitzpatrick can play on Sunday against <laughs> what the Bengals. What a man. There you go. Got to love it. We got to get to another break here. We come back. Plenty more to discuss. What could the return of Minka? You know, we haven't seen him and TJ together uh, against week one, or, or, or uh, pardon me, since week one against the Bengals. Uh, we'll continue to talk about, about the defense here and looking ahead to the Cincinnati game as we are live at Hyde Park for the SNR Network Lunch. Wolf, Max, Wes, all the ninjas here on SNR and ESPN Pittsburgh. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Zach Wilson runs into Alex Highsmith, and that's going to be a loss back at the 40-yard line. Back here at Hyde Park Steakhouse on SNR. It's in the locker room. Wolf, Max, Wes, Jacob, Zachary, all the ninjas here for our SNR lunch, uh, annual lunch here at Hyde Park. We're excited. We're fired up. Finishing out the first hour here of the show, you hear the Alex Highsmith highlight there. And, you know, we were talking a little bit about Minka Fitzpatrick, gentlemen, in the in the previous segment. And obviously, you know, if you could get him back with T.J. Watt and a, a healthy defense here, what that could mean, of, of course, we all remember that week one performance in Cincinnati against the Bengals. Uh, five forced turnovers, seven sacks for that Steelers defense. Of course, the huge blocked uh, blocked uh, extra point for Minka Fitzpatrick there um, as well, too, to, to be able to send that one to overtime. You got Alex Highsmith coming uh, off an AFC Player of the Week performance, Defensive Player of the Week, I should say, with two sacks this past weekend. Max, it, it really starts to feel like it could be coming together for this defense once again. They they need some 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 better fortune in the health department than they've had the last two years. But knock on wood, it it feels like maybe they're they're approaching that at least. Yeah, no, I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, this is what we want to see, and, and that's that's been the frustration, right? Injuries have literally, you know, been just littered through this season for the Steelers and trying to keep guys healthy and full power. Um, I will say, you know, guys have stepped up and stepped big, and we've learned a lot about a lot of our young talent on the team. But you want to see the full force, right? You want to see what that – when people release that starting depth chart, right, the one we the one we clowned and talked about during training camp because Mike Tomlin said, I got to give you something. Well, you gave us something, and now it, it's come to reality. Now we just want to see it, right, because we believe that this team can actually be um, really good ha- had you had all things working in – in favor of them, but I know every season is a different story. And like you said, the reason why you have 
a 53-man roster is in case this happens. You don't have a 24-man or 25-man roster, right? It's it's 53 for a reason. Um, I would love to see just how this will be. I mean, TJ and Minka on the same field with Cam Hayward because, I mean, how many more opportunities are we going to have to really see th- that type of trio um, together? Uh, you don't want to miss those opportunities. I know the guys don't. So I, I'm still hopeful. I'm still looking forward to it. I hope that Minka is available because I think you put Minka and TJ, we saw what happens in a, in a one-game snapshot, right, when you put it in a fishbowl. I would love to see it once again. And who better than against a divisional opponent, right? I mean, why wouldn't we want to see it against the Bengals? That would be just sweet chin music considering how bad we lost to them a year ago um, and they swept us. This would be only right to hand – to hand the broom back to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, just say, hey, guys, I think you lost this. Oh, no, you don't want it? Okay, we'll keep it over here. We'll keep the sweep sweeper broom on our side. I would love to see that happen. Well, the beauty of it is, too, when you've got the ability to have a T.J. Watt and the rest of the guys up front there, you go with four. You can rush four. And the ability not to, to, to have to go with five or six rushers, that's huge. Because you can get that consistent pressure, keep collapsing the pocket, doing those sorts of things, and, and the ability to drop that seven. And, I, you, you, I mean, to me, the one thing about T.J. Watt means every time he's in the lineup, there's a clock going off in the – like Joe Burrows. It's going off in his head. You know, tick, tick, Watt, tick, tick, Watt. You know what? I better get rid of the ball. I mean, that's it's, it's on your mind. You know he's coming. You know he's there. And sometimes he's like a ghost. He comes out of nowhere. And all of a sudden, he makes a play like he did with Andy Dalton. You know, he beats he beats the chip. He beats the offensive tackle. There's a third guy reaching for him as he goes and, and sprints through and makes the play on Dalton from behind when Dalton could have had a first down. Those are the things that I think you look at with, with TJ. It's, it's unbelievable. That's a huge play, but it doesn't come bear out as a huge play unless you point to it specifically. Well, and even more so, right, I mean – what TJ does, it allows Alex to even be more highlighted, and yes. uh, I, th- I, th- I, th- I think I think we saw that um, very apparent in the game, right? Two sacks for Alex Highsmith, um, and with that comes the accolades. With that, so it's it's something that I'm excited about um, to see Alex and TJ work together because I know we talked about Minka because Minka wasn't present, but. That four-man rush, that makes it that much more formidable. And now, who do I chip? Do I chip Alex? Do I chip Uh, TJ? Yep. Right? To chip or not to chip? That is the question. And I think that question will be answered very steadily. Yes. But who is the deeper question, guys? Who is the deeper question? And that's so cool that Alex Highsmith, is that his first defensive player of the week? I don't know. if Has he had any more? did he I get it week one? Because didn't he get three sacks in week one? Uh, he had three sacks. I would think that he was defensive player of the week. In- yeah, that's what yeah. I was guessing. All right, or we did got Minka with the like, pick six? Yeah, Wes, 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 Wes is going let's, away like Bruce Almighty. Find it, find it, Wes. <laughs> like Bruce Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to look. I'm, I'm trying I'm to look here back. I, I, can, I can barely scroll here. down. In the time that he's doing whatever, Let's I haven't even typed anything see in. Here. Hmm. So, but he would be deserving. All right, he's the defensive player of the week uh, this past week. Could have been the week one, but that might have been somebody else having a big day. But uh, regardless, yeah, I'm not. I'm not seeing anything from from okay. week one. 
Well, regardless, if this is his first, that's a great honor, great accolade. But the point is, his performance was such. You know, I mean, you look at it was all-encompassing. They played him as an offline linebacker, too, you know, in certain situations. He just crashes the party from the second level into the B-gap in some of the situations. And I just love the fact that TJ comes out and he's on rubber legs, as he put it, but he's out there just slugging it away because, you know what, he knows that he's raising the level across the board because you're going to pay more attention to TJ Watt than you are Alex Highsmith until Alex becomes a big pain in the rear, which he became for them as the game progressed. Yeah, you know I'm talking about no. Max. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, exactly. I, I think – that and and that's I keep going to it, man. Man, what could what could have been? Yes. Like you think yeah. about the the Jets game. You think about the Patriots. Like there's games where it's like, man, we, if we, I mean, how different the season would look um, having having that full complement because I think we would have gotten back to it. And then you think about you know having to now relent, you know, leading the league in sacks after dominating it for the last half decade. Um, man, it, it, it's frustrating. But like you said, you can still make up lost time, but I don't know if it makes up enough of it. Um, but, I mean, that that is just a fantastic one. You know what I was reading? I, wrote, I read a stat, Wolf, and I'm going to share it with you. Okay. Um, family, families in the NFL that have the most sacks, do you Ooh. know who's in the lead for that? Okay, hold on, hold on. Families. Well, you that, that, naturally that, want so to they say all have to, the Watt yeah, brothers. Uh huh. Okay. Um, let's see. The Ed, that can't wouldn't be the Edmonds. No, no. there's got to be Matt, a historical. Yeah, Matthews Who? family. Matthews family. Oh, oh, oh! Historically, yep. overall. Okay, not present. Yeah, historically, overall. Okay. Yeah, not just present, but overall okay. the history. Yeah. So oh, Matthews I got one. The long, the long, the long family, Howie and Chris. Yeah, well, Chris, that, was that's an oh, Chris was an offensive lineman. Sorry, oh, sorry. Yep, yep, you're right. No, uh, no, Chris, you know, Chris Long no, was wait, a Chris, defensive lineman. Yeah, Chris, Kyle yeah, was Chris the offensive was. lineman. Chris Kyle Long was the offensive lineman. Won the Super Bowl yeah. with the Eagles. Right? I forgot yeah. there was three of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, throw another one in there. Yeah, you forgot about a duo on the West Coast, the Bosa brothers. Oh yes, there you go. There's another. Yeah. Well, the Watt brothers are leading all of those. <laughs> so I was right. I was correct. I love it. You, you were correct. But I, would, I, I would, know. But I want you to think keep about it. Keep oh, man, you weren't even going to give it to me, man. Exactly. You were hiding no, that on me. Listen, because I, I, wanted, I wanted you to go through the exercise of thinking about, okay, who else has had a bunch? Because I was like, a lot of people would have the, the Matthews family is second on the list. Um, the Watt brothers are 179.5 full sacks. Wow. The next closest is the entire, uh, you know, Matthews family, um, as well. So, you know, I was like, I was like, let me just build the anticipation just a smidge. I didn't want to just give up the goat, you know, that easy. Come on, now we got to have a little fun here with it. Um, and then the the Bosa brothers actually just eclipsed a hundred um, okay. together. So, so yeah. So I just want. I say, it's nothing wrong with that, you know. I, okay. But okay. The, the, the Watt Bosa brothers, brothers too. That's interesting. They still got some tread on those tires. They could. They could climb that list. Yeah, that's very. No, true. They, they can. I don't know how much longer JJ can, but TJ can still uh, yep. keep keep that lead going for him. You know what? I we'd have to do a search for the Smith brothers. All right. 
I don't know if there's actually any brothers, but I know Bruce Smith has got 200 sacks by himself. You know, yeah. maybe maybe you, you got somebody that's a long lost relative, maybe a, a, a third cousin or something. It has to be it. immediate family, Wolf. Come oh, on, the, the Suggs, the cousin, a brother that plays in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I uh, mean, you know, that that would be wild. But yeah, uh, that was the first time Alex Highsmith has won AFC Defensive Player of the Week. By the way, gentlemen, uh, well, eight, congratulations to Alex. Eight and a half terrific. sacks this season is tied for fourth in the league. Uh, also has three forced fumbles, which is tied for second in the league. You know, I, oh. I thought about this young man ever since he showed up. You know, and you got Keith Butler talking about him, and Butts was always like, "Okay, you know what? What? Here's what I love about the kid. He doesn't make the same mistake twice." That is so huge in the development of a young player because if you're one of those guys that's out there and you keep making mistakes or repeating, I shouldn't say this, you're not just making mistakes, but you repeat certain mistakes, you're not going to last long because the coaches have to be sold that when they send you out across that white line that you will respond in kind doing the things that they know you're capable of doing. If you constantly pull short of that, you're, you're not going to have a very long career. No, no, you're, you're, you're not, man. <laughs> yes. yeah, it's, it's just not going to happen. No, well, Max, absolutely not. One hour in the books here, I think that, uh, you know, that means something. Everybody knows what's coming up. So why don't you take this one to break so you can hype up what the second hour of the show is going to be here? All right, everybody knows that when you're in one hour and you have an hour left, there's more of a sense of urgency, right? You better pick and it there's up, more, buddy. There's more intent. <laughs> there's more panache. And that's why we got the Power Hour coming up next here on In the Locker Room. With Wolf Starks and the Ninjas, they're at Hyde Park. I'm in my office, but it's still a party. We'll be back here on SNR and ESPN Radio. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.